wish to die, please raise their hands. Okay, y'all ready? Quiet on set. Hi, sisters. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Why do I have the giggles? Go ahead. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen, sisters. Welcome. Okay. Welcome back to Nightmares and Chill. Do you guys remember mm. us? Are you guys still listening? Hello? Is anybody home? Mm. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has been <laughs> a damn while. Eric got that. Yeah, I, we, we all got oh, it. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Didn't Jesus react Christ. to it. All right, moving on. It's been a while, for sure. I don't even know how this show works anymore. Yeah, Um. so we discuss... Okay. Fashion. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And Doja Cat. And Doja Cat. And Megan the Stallion and all the horse girls of the world. Um, were you ever a horse girl? Fuck no, dude. Come on. Could have fooled me. The fuck? What does that mean? Because your hair is so long. You could have seen a horse. pony yeah. tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ariana Grande is the queen of the She's horse girls. She's a horse girls. girl. It's like a, a unicorn girl. Mm. Have we already talked about Sky Dancers on this podcast? No. Okay. <clears throat> well, then what's the point? Moving on. Anyways, welcome back to our show. We're not dead. We're still here. Yes. I did almost die. Okay. Let's. Okay. What? I think that's that's a fun thing to talk about. That's your business. I wasn't oh, going to I will there. talk about it. Okay. You guys, I had COVID-19. <gasps> Wait, where's the... Oh, that's, that's not the reaction that... I didn't mean to do that one. I meant to do the... Okay. That one. Let me say it again. Guys, <laughs> I had COVID-19. <laughs> but she did she survived she went through it so you know mask for mask all that shit and yeah so obviously we paused a little bit for yeah that. so we took a little break because obviously we ain't trying to get sick y'all yeah but thank you for sticking around and in case you are new we kind of had like a couple like new people um pop up and watch us so if you are new welcome back to nightmares and chill my name is eddie and my name is jennifer <laughs> and we are your hosts welcome back to a podcast where we take one iconic horror movie and one true crime story and, and we, we bring, bring them, them together. together oh man so what are we bringing together today our souls yes our coven oh there's four of us here so yeah Tonight we are discussing the craft, the new yeah, the craft legacy. Legacy. Let's not get it twisted. With Daddy David Duchovny in it. I thought of you the entire time. Thank you. That movie, and then later I'll be discussing a true crime. But this time, Eddie, nobody dies. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. But it's it's juicy. It is inspired by another witchy movie. Yes. An old school witchy movie that I thought would be cute to kind of bring in a new with the old movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll dive into that. Okay, later. I'm excited. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. Awesome. Well, I guess I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? There's been so much that we have not like gotten to talk about, just because life is crazy. Yeah. You know, the goddamn American Revolution almost happened over the <laughs> fucking week. Um, Kanye West might be fucking Jeffrey Star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That was juicy. Important topics. Important topics. Important world. spooky topics. True. You got fucking an impeachment that might be happening and Jeffree Star. Fucking Kanye. I cannot believe Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are getting a divorce. What do you mean you can't believe I can't it? believe. I thought they were endgame. I really did. This is my last episode. I just, you know, no, I, I thought like they were like Harley Quinn and Joker. Like they matched each other's <laughs> don't, crazy. Don't. Don't. Oh no, the DC babies are upset. <laughs> oh, did we talk about Wonder Woman raping somebody? <laughs> no, that's all. That's all you. I'm a DC girl, so I would not. Wonder Woman is DC. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I forget. Oh my god, I'm stressed. 
just kidding guys i know nothing actually that might go hand in hand because today's episode we're gonna learn a word today guys and that word is consent And okay. um, and if you are a Wonder Woman fan and you watched Wonder Woman eighty four last month, Wonder Woman she might have had sex that was non consensual. But she that's... initiated it. What's up? Like she initiated the sex, or like well, what? she so there's it's been a long thing. I don't want to get too political about all of this stuff, but and if spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman eighty four, go download HBO Max. Just give them your login. You want it? No, okay. okay. <laughs> Shit. Wonder Woman has sex with a possessed body. And so that body, you know what? The, the, the I can't get into this. But anyway, Wonder Woman might be a rapist. So that's how my week's going. Mm. It's been a lot. But we're going to talk I'm a little sorry. bit about consent and rape today. So I love that. Oh, so trigger warning, bitches. We love a good That should be warning. our merch, trigger warning, bitches. Oh, God. I love how our merch is just like one word with bitches afterwards. <laughs> okay so anyway did you want to talk about anything else i think i'm good you covered what i wanted to cover too wonder woman being a rapist okay good yeah we we really we like to talk about the hot topics here i thought that was a d12 pin like m&m's m&m i was like okay eddie it's district 13 wow she knows it's a hunger games thing guys you wouldn't know oh my god okay so we're gonna get right into this bitch so the craft legacy for you guys who are unfamiliar with this movie um this movie came out october 28th to no theaters because we are in a pandemic and theaters are not open but maybe you rented it or watched it i'm sure you didn't because nobody watched this movie except for jen she actually saw it this weekend as well and it is a soft reboot slash sequel of the 90s hit the craft that movie is everything that movie is fucking everything i did a little double feature oh cute so i watched it back to back and i caught a lot of things so that was really fun this movie was directed by some bitch a woman yeah that was really cool so it's written and directed by a woman which again brings me a lot of questions because some of the things i don't understand but zoe lister jones she is an actress she was on new girl she was in life in pieces delicated and whitney all bangers new girl is fantastic like i said all bangers okay um she has directed an episode of woman up and band-aid and the movie the craft legacy so this was her first like feature film we can tell okay so going right in jen so so right off the bat Mm -hmm. did you like this movie i didn't absolutely hate it i was just bored okay some parts i was like on my phone for a little bit okay it had some cute moments but like if it was on tv i don't think i'd sit okay so so think of do you think you would have liked it if you were a teenager like if this was directed at you or no because that's what I kept thinking. I was like, are teenagers going to actually yeah, like this movie? Yeah, it's definitely not geared toward our, our no, age No, it is for, like, all. it is for teenagers that are, like, on TikTok, yeah. that are, like, that it's generation. It's for those, those kids. I think that's why I didn't like, because, like, I don't... And I think that's why I liked it so yes, much, because I, I am a teenage girl. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if I was in the age bracket they were aiming for, yes, but as a 30-year-old woman, I was like, it was clearly not meant for me. Interesting. So we'll get into more details about it. But this movie stars Kaylee Spaney as Lily. A star. Yeah. Zoe Luna as Lourdes. Gideon Adlon as Frankie. Lovey Simone as Tabby. And our boy David Duchovny as Adam. Fox Mulder, bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started. Okay. Fox Mulder, Hank Moody. They both can get it. Okay, what about Adam? Can Adam get it? He a bad boy. Well, you like the bad boys sometimes. True. Okay, so let's jump into this. First of all, I had no idea that it was a Blumhouse movie. Mm -hmm. So we probably would have had like a maze, like Horror Nights maze, maybe. Or like a little scare zone with little TikTok witches chasing us. (laughs) Everything. Um, So the movie starts off with three teen witches and they're performing some sort of seance. They're trying to cast um, a spell that stops time. And guys, the dialogue in this movie, again, written by an adult woman. But yeah, here are some lines, legit lines, verbatim. Us three witches are fire. It just sounds like what old people think young kids want to hear. It just, yes. 
it needed it needed some help um, it, yes. this movie could have been so good oh dude fuck it had yeah. so much potential it talked about really important topics just like the original craft did but it, it did not have a script supervisor i guess i don't know <laughs> i wish they had he sent they, they should have sent me the movie would have been yeah would have been a hit and they could have like brought in the older audience too who would want to yeah. see it you well, that's know? what i kept thinking wa- yeah. so like this movie is not I mean, we'll get to, there is like, you know, a a, a cameo at the end, but there's like, I mean, there's sort of like references to the original movie, but they like, they dropped the ball. This is, this could have easily have not been like the craft at all. Like it could have just, I think it would have been better if they were just like, this is a movie just about new witches. Don't relate it to the craft or maybe even have made it like a Netflix series or something like kind of like a Sabrina, the teenage witch show or whatever. But it definitely lacked. I feel that. They also say y'all witches ready. I was like, I'm going to vomit. And I said, yes. Oh. Shit. So they're um trying to perform this spell and they're not able to do it because oh and this movie is like the queen of exposition. Like bitch, you want a scene that, you know, is just two people telling you what is the next plot point? This is your movie. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um so they can't perform this spell because they need a fourth witch. Mm-hmm. So then we jump to our main girl, Miss Lily and her hot ass mom. Mhm. And they're driving in a car and they're listening to Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. bitch. That was cute. That it was, was a cute, cute scene. Yeah. yeah. It, it is re- the acting in this movie was pretty great. Yeah. And the characters are likable. Yeah. They're all pretty. Also, like the style and like when you think of the craft, like that 90s grunge, like you wanted to dress like them so badly. And each witch had such a specific style to them that you could be like, oh, I'm in that. I'm that person in the friend group or I'm this, you know, this movie mm-hmm. does not have that. They all shopped at like the Forever 21 clearance section. Yes. It was very like the plain yeah. 90s look like, kids uh, like today. Like kids. Well, yeah, but even like today's fashion, like they'd be looking so cute and yeah. they were so basic in this movie. I, I agree you know the makeup was good though the makeup was great yeah yeah these bitches knew how to put on some makeup and they even like use like some magic makeup later Mm -hmm. on i was like that's cute me as a witch yep so they arrive at a house and they seem super nervous the mom is like crying and as soon as they get out of the car a white and black striped snake slithers on by bitch i had a heart attack i thought of you too like oh my god if i'm moving into that house and i see a fucking snake in the front yard like 10 seconds after i yeah walk in no pretty snake though okay sorry we hate it still i'm just saying i know i it was just it was traumatizing like i would have been like mom you're fucking crazy i'm not moving in i get it and then i would have been homeless like that was a worm Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh get back in the car mom we're leaving oh my god so we find out that lily and her mom are moving into her mom's new husband's house they're married yeah i'm pretty sure because she refers to she's like that's my stepbrother Oh, because she said stepbrother, soon-to-be stepbrother. I don't know. I thought I heard her say soon-to-be stepbrother. I don't maybe, think so. Maybe I heard, misheard her. Um, yeah, I think it's their new husband. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually wrote that, too, before I looked up the plot again on Wikipedia. I put boyfriend, question mark, slash husband, but on all the articles, they're referring to him as husband. Okay. But, yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, I'm not, you have to, not a lot is explained in this movie. You kind of, like, have to do a lot of guessing. Yeah, for sure. So she walks in and right away I got very much like Beetlejuice vibes. I think like the director of this movie tried to like take a lot of old school movies and like do little like motifs. Oh, and, like, like with her camera? When yeah, she like when up? she came yeah. in with the camera and she like is moving into a new house yeah. and she's like, you know, a loner. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay. And then like even like the, the color of the snake is like the color of like the sandworm. Oh shit, you're right. I was like, okay, Beetlejuice. That's right. So then David, uh, you know, says hi he walks welcomes them in and he uh introduces them to his three sons he's got all boys these characters really did not have to be in this movie i agree they brought nothing they they, their only purpose is to bring very specific plot points to you know very specific things in the movie but like i don't even i didn't even write down their names i think one was like isaiah i don't know i forgot to be honest Um, you don't who cares yeah Okay, so they all gather in the living room the first night. Lily is hella uncomfortable, but you can tell she's doing this for her mama. And they are eating mint chocolate ice cream. Bitch, I was eating mint chocolate ice cream while watching this movie. I said, Caitlin don't like that. You don't like mint chocolate ice cream, Caitlin? I love it. Look at her so engaged on her phone. Eric, do you like mint chocolate ice cream? Okay. 
Oh, we got one fucking psychopath on our hands. Maybe if we sprinkled cocaine on it, she would like it. <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> oh, That's my God. for the squirrel comment. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> dead. So we start off. It's Lily's first day at school. That is so scary. Like starting a new high school, knowing nobody. And the, the day after you moved into a new town. I know. Like, that's too much. Have you, you've never experienced anything like that, right? Went to a new school? Yeah. When I was in second grade, so it wasn't oh, like. really? She yeah. was the new girl in town? Yeah, but it wasn't like anything crazy. I was a kid, like. Right. Which, yeah. Yeah, no, especially high school. Like, those yeah, are your formative sucked. years. I mean, she does make a comment that she didn't have friends, like, beforehand mm-hmm. either. So, I guess, you know, it doesn't really matter. But still, that sucks. Like, the Hell familiarity. Yeah. And to be the new kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Lily's in her little English class. And the whole class starts, like, laughing and making gagging noises oh, at hate, her. yeah. And uh, the main corporate is a boy named Timmy. And we will learn a lot about Timmy later on. Timmy. Timmy. Timmy, Timmy. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that name triggered me. So we see that Lily started her period and is a heavy flow girl. Can I just. Okay. Yeah, please. I would love to hear a woman's <laughs> thought on this scene because I was like, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Okay. Caitlin, maybe you can chime in on this too. Okay. We've all bled through, I think at one point, but you know what? It kind of And she's wearing jeans. She's wearing denim jeans. Okay. Like dad jeans. Yeah. Or mom jeans. And normally when you go through like. It just soaks into all the fabric. I've I've had a heavy fall. Okay. Okay, she's sitting in her chair, right? The blood is dripping from the back of her seat. That's not realistic at all, right? Yeah. It's the back of the seat, and then there's like a full-on like blood puddle on the floor. When I saw that, I was like, oh, they made this. Like, do you not do you not feel that? Like, wouldn't you feel like your ass is like wet? Sometimes it like me personally, when I started, sometimes it just it just like comes out. You're like, oh fuck. See again, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. It's just like you have to see the scene because it's not like it's a full on like and if, if puddle. A, if a girl has gone through that, I'm I yeah, apologize. exactly. We're not mocking. Like yeah. we don't know. But to me, your experiences. it seemed very over dramatic. Even I thought if and I, again, I who gives a fuck of what my opinion is because I've never had a period. Yeah, but it was um, it was a lot because that happened to me at school. I got up in the seat. There was blood on the seat, and it was last period. Thank God. And I, oh, but it God. didn't like bleed down but i was wearing shorts so it came onto the seat you know right. but yeah it just goes on through your pants so that was very dr- yeah so dramatic. It, was, it was dramatic i yeah again i think it was like an homage to carrie mm. but yeah it, it's a lot yeah so also what i mean your first day at a new school sucks, and you dude. fucking bleed i know and like the teacher like there's no like everyone's laughing like all the boys are laughing and again this movie really suffers with um i think with a lot of like the most recent almost feminist movies where it's like men are men and women are women. And it's, it's kind of like my favorite. I think the movies that I find most effective when it especially comes to like feminism mm-hmm. are when it's not like beaten, like on your like head, I, like uh, these are feminists, like, you know, but yeah. again, th- and I will say this movie had a lot of good stuff that happened and a lot of stuff that was like, Oh my God. Same. So she storms out of the, of the classroom and she's like crying in a bathroom stall and then the three witches from the beginning of the movie come to bring her shorts and to come comfort her which is really cute very sweet and then they invite her to have lunch with them so the three witches i think everybody said their name but there's lourdes tabby and frankie so they go to go have lunch and everybody is looking at them like they're outcasts again these girls are the First appearance are the most basic looking girls. So I don't, you know, at least like in the first craft, you couldn't see why they were outcasts. This movie, they were just four pretty girls who Mm -hmm. dressed well. So I was kind of like, why are they outcasts? Like, and then we never learned why Lily's an outcast too. She's a beautiful girl. You know, which one is that one? She's the main bitch. Oh, yeah. Like they're all, you know, later on, uh, oh, I guess I should could make descriptions because I guess this is kind of important. Mm -hmm. Um, Lourdes is Latina. Um, t- she's a tall girl. Mm-hmm. Tabby is black, and Frankie, I guess, is white. I think she's she, like she looks a little. She mixed. looks like like me, not like me, but like right. like that. Um, but again, all very beautiful girls, mm-hmm. and who knows why they're outcasts? So we learn um, that 
Oh, oh I, I added this in, but it's not really important. I said, we learned that Frankie has a crush on one of Lily's stepbrothers, which again, never really gets explored. Yeah. So the girls kind of like gawk at Lily. She's wearing like this necklace with some sort of charm, mm. um, some witchy charm. And they're like, oh, dang, like maybe she's a witch. Who knows? So we're back at home and uh, Lily ends up hearing like a woman whining from one of the bedrooms. So she's like, what the fuck's going on? So she goes to investigate and ends up walking in on her stepbrother, Jacob, beating it to some porn. Hot. Which I mean, like, obviously, girl, like, why the hell would you not like, girl, I don't even know. Again, there's a Eric lot of like. said she should have not. She should have knocked. But again, like she 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 thinks that like a woman is being like hurt. It or did something. sound pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was watching some fucked up porn, yeah. which I guess is like most heterosexual porn. That porn is fucking like they want their women fucking dead. This porn sometimes it's like torture porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Jen wouldn't know. <laughs> Cause we don't watch porn. Right. No, I thank you. Damn. So the next day at school, Timmy makes um, a harassing comment to Lily and he like he's behind her and he I think he makes a comment about like her period or something. I don't remember what he says. Does he mention tampons? Yeah, something yeah. like tampons. And he yeah. like places his hands on her. So he does technically touch her. He does. And she ends up like Jedi force pushing him into some lockers. She doesn't That's a Star Wars reference. Thank you. You're welcome. And the two are then sent to detention. But not without the three witches noticing. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, shit. Eric is so poor. <laughs> this movie, you know. It gets a little bit spicy. So while at the tension, the girls are able to telepathically communicate with Lily and tell her to meet them in the bathroom, proclaiming that she's their fourth witch. Mm-hmm. The girls greet her excitedly and inform her that they are witches and that she is the fourth one that they've been waiting for. And then they talk about the four stages of witchcraft. Stage one, moving stuff with your mind. Stage two, telepathy. Stage three is a surprise for some reason. And then stage four is shape-shifting. Oh, and then we also learn that Frankie is a Twilight stan, which love that. Oh, yeah. She makes a comment about, like, Kristen Stewart, Mm -hmm. and it's really cute. Also, they're airbenders, just in case. um, We haven't talked about Avatar the Last Airbender in a while. Um, They all have an element that they can control. Tabby is fire slash... Mm -hmm. Oh, so they're um, elements that go with, like, one of the corresponding what is that called like the locations like directional <laughs> directional points. points i was like what so tabby is fire and she is south frankie is air and she is east lordis is earth and she is north and lily is water and she is west northwest okay your parents are split did you up. S- that is so <laughs> fucking mean <laughs> That was mean. I'm sorry. Also, did you see Tana Mojo's TikTok where she was like, if Kanye and Jeffree Star did get together, Northwest's name would be North Star. <laughs> I was dying. Fuck, that's nasty. <laughs> I'm like, but oh, shut God. up. So the girls plead for Lily to be their fourth witch and she agrees to it. She's like, you had me at Twilight or something like that. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really cute. So the girls are like, Right off the bat, they're like, we're besties. Let's go into the woods. So they go into some woods and they start talking about how magical women are. They talk like that. They're like, women are fucking beasts. Or like every sentence is about how magical women are, which I mean, true. But like, you guys could have been a little more subtle. I agree, It's a lot. It is. So then, but so there is a really awesome line that I will give a lot of credit for. So Frankie comments how insane it is that women can like house babies in their bodies and that that is magic in itself. And Lourdes makes a comment about how not all women can do that, which I think is really important because that is very true. Not all women can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Not all, you know, uh, biological women can do that. And not all, you know, like, you know, there are trans women there, you know, there are... Awesome. It, it was just really, it was a really cool line. And then she goes, uh, so Frankie apologizes and Lourdes replies with, it's all good. You know, trans girls got our own magic anyway. Bitch, she's a trans witch. I don't remember that. Oh, bitch. I watched that scene like eight times. Wait, who said that? Lourdes. So, so, so then I find, so I Googled it right away. So she's a trans witch. Oh, I had no idea. Bitch, she's played by a real trans actress. Which is well, I would so, hope so well, no, but so so many movies don't do that. I know, but I mean now it's like 
Right. But I I mean, I, I got nervous. I looked it up. I said, bitch, please. And yeah, sure enough, she is an actual trans woman. So that was very refreshing because especially in the horror community, we talked a little bit about yes, it in our psycho episode, but the horror genre specifically is pretty shitty towards the trans community. So this was very, very refreshing. So wait, should we cut out when I called her a tall bitch? I didn't know that. Does that mean? No, Are no, sure? no, no. Okay. I feel bad. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I don't. I called her a tall bitch. I, I didn't know she was trans. I feel bad now. Cut this out. Oh my god, I sound so fucking stupid. I'm not even kidding, Eric. Please. No, I don't. I don't okay, she's she's a tall bitch. She is tall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's really pretty. She's yeah. They're all gorgeous. Yeah. So they cast a circle in the woods and jump straight into casting a spell because they're like, bitch, we got no time to waste. Literally. So they end up chanting the spell, the air, the fire, the water, the earth, return, return, return. So I thought, you know, if we cast it right now, maybe. And the four of us are here. Damn. Should we There's cast four the spell of us. right now? Eric, get ready, sister. I see you looking at me like, let's go. He's excited. All right, everybody. So it's the air, the fire, the water, the earth, return, return, return. One, two, three, go. The, the air, <laughs> the earth, the Oh, no, I already <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So then the girls are successfully able to stop time, which, surprise, is stage three of oh. the four stages. Why they decided to keep it a secret? Who knows? Who knows? So with the success of the spell they just cast, the girls decide to go to Timmy's house to cast a spell on him. Ooh. These bitches were like, let's get our revenge on. So they break into his house and room and find a used condom. And they're like, okay, that's great because we need something that's part of him. So, you know, go straight into that and then decide to put that into their spell. And they're like, oh, we need to find a cauldron. Bitch, they use a bong as a cauldron. They sure did, Eric. Iconic. <laughs> also, side note, um, I'm sure actual witches probably found this movie very <laughs> offensive, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know about the witch community. Um, again, so we apologize if we're sounding ignorant, you know, it's just, it's just fun to talk about. But again, I know nothing about real magic or any of that. So Timmy comes home and the girls like run to escape. And just as Timmy is about to catch them in his room, Lily is able to stop time on her own and she's able to escape. So she's powerful. She a baddie. She a little baddie. She an IG baddie. She, she really is an IG baddie. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think her Instagram name would have been? Like Um... Lily. Alanis Morissette fan number one. Oh, it's already taken by me. Jagged little Lily. Oh, <laughs> bitch. Jagged, jagged little Lil. Jagged Lily Pill. <laughs> if your name is Lily, please. Oh my God. If there actually is a Jagged Lily Pill that listens to us, please reach out to us. Wait, that was that fr- <laughs> Good job, Eddie. That was, that was cute. Thank you. She said Alanis Morissette. We should have called our podcast The Jagged Little Pills. That is everything. Wait, let's change it. We can't afford it. Okay, so then we jump straight into a montage of the girls practicing their magic in various ways, including levitation, magical, aesthetically pleasing baths, and like. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Who knows what it did, but it looked pretty. Dude. And then they're uh, magically able to make clothes gay. Did you catch that? Oh, the yeah. sweater. Yeah, the she, 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 uh, a bully is uh, harassing some sort of LGBTQ plus teen. And um, she changes the bully's sweater into the colors of the pride flag mm-hmm. because nothing is scarier than that, I guess. I don't know. Just saying. So, Adam. I feel like I'm not allowed to comment on that. I'll just stay going. No comment. So, Adam, David Duchovny's character, confronts oh. uh, Lily about her assaulting Timmy. Which I'm like, bitch, you're like a week late or something. Yes. <laughs> he he just, he you know, they're parents. They get news late. Yeah. So, she tries to tell him that it was self-defense, but he does not let her finish. And he tells her mm-hmm. how disappointed he is in her. And then Lily gets mad at her mom for not really, like, defending her. Damn. He could discipline me anytime. <sighs> okay. Jesus Christ. She's like, hi, stepdaddy. <laughs> so Lily goes outside to get some, like, air. It's nighttime, and she finds her brother, th- the, the youngest brother, Abe, doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're being little emo teenagers. 
and he tells her that he knows that the dad that their dad is strict but he does it out of love and then lily reveals that she's never met her real dad and doesn't even know his name which damn (laughs) what was that I don't know. <clears throat> so then the next day at school, the class is watching a sex ed video on consent and that only yes means yes, which I mean, God bless. I don't think we watched a video about consent no. and sex ed. <clears throat> no. So like, yeah, that was not a thing. Also, my health teacher was very, uh, he said some homophobic shit too. Who'd you have? Wagner? Wagner. Oh, should we not say this? It doesn't matter, I guess. No. Okay. Me too. I had him too. Yeah. I don't know. He, I don't remember. He, he said some crazy things about anal about sex. AIDS? Oh, yeah, about yeah, AIDS. Yeah, I remember. <clears throat> he also said that, like, the, he said the the asshole is only used for external use only. It should not be used for internal use. And I'm like. Yeah, I remember that. Sir, that's not true. Gay sex has been going on for a while, at least 10 years. And I think he mentioned the, like, how a man has sex with a monkey and that whole <laughs> yeah. AIDS. I think he mentioned that too. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I was, okay. He always had one of those Lance Armstrong bracelets. Like, I know. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, oh yeah, so we're talking about consent. And then one of the boys mocks the video, which angers Timmy, who we learn is a changed man. Okay, this part was actually very funny, like Timmy's character, because the spell that they cast on him ends up making him like a super like politically correct teenage boy. And again, if this was like a better scripted movie, it would have worked so well because the li- some of the lines are so funny, but it comes off almost too real. Like they're really trying to make a point. So he like gets mad um, and he expresses how triggering those comments can be and that they need that he needs to stop them. Was he moaning? <clears throat> yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's he, like, yeah. Uh, he's like, stop it. He's yeah. just like that can trigger somebody. I mean, which true, but it was it's also used as a joke. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> anyway, we stand spells that make men decent human beings. So love that. Love that the craft. So <laughs> we jump to the girls getting ready for uh, Timmy's party. He's throwing a party and they're commenting about like all the things that like Timmy is saying or doing. And like Frankie makes a comment where she's like, uh, Timmy called himself cisgendered in seventh period. And I like lost it. I was like, this is re- I thought it was very funny. No, when I heard that, I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought it was so funny. And Tabby states how in eighth period he went on a tiff about heteronormativity, which I mean, it's just, <laughs> I thought it was funny, but you know, to teach their own. <clears throat> so the girls arrive at Timmy's party and are immediately harassed by one of the mean girls. And then Frankie like casts a little witchy spell and makes her smack her head on the wall i would love that yeah just make people like the caitlin yeah (laughs) okay she's still mad about that squirrel comment so timmy apologizes to lily for his behavior and then lily and timmy bond over their necklaces which uh they both learn were given to them by their moms and then timmy expresses i don't know what it is about moms and necklaces bitch my mom gifted me a little witchy necklace and she like never told me the full story about this necklace but she said and she won't right she won't so i don't know but i'm a witch wow we found the leader of our coven guys and it's not eric oh it's mm -mm. she'd be a bad leader you yeah no girl you'd kill it i'd kill somebody i'd kill (laughs) me myself (laughs) my god Okay, <clears throat> so then uh, Timmy j- then ends up joining their squad, and the next day, the their whole squad. school is shook. He's like, why is Timmy hanging out with these little four witches? So later that day, Timmy ends up going to Lily's house, and the girls and him play a game of two truths and a lie. And Timmy ends up sharing that him and Isaiah, which is one of the stepbrothers, Lily's stepbrothers, have hooked up. But Isaiah is ashamed of it, and now doesn't talk to Timmy at all. And then Timmy breaks into tears and comes out as bisexual. Again, it's the trope of like the bully, you know, being homophobic, like internalized homophobia. We've seen this before. It was refreshing to, he makes a pretty, you know, he explicitly says that he is bisexual. Mm -hmm. Again, there's not a lot of bisexual representation in um, LGBT media. So that was nice. That was cool. I'll take the scraps. Script writer. So then Lily seems to be developing feelings for Timmy and she ends up, he left her jacket in the room and she casts a spell with it to a, like a love spell and then begins masturbating to the thought of him. Yep. And then Timmy walks into the room 
and the two begin making out. But again, this is a love spell. It's not like organic feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's so it's a lot. So then the two are interrupted by Jimmy and then Timmy leaves and then he texts Lily to be continued. So later that night, Lily is awakened to Isaiah standing in the corner of her room because he's like sleepwalking, which never really gets brought up again. No, It's just very random scenes, but it's the only jump scare in the movie. Did you get scared? No. <laughs> So then the next day at school, the principal comes into the class and informs the school that Timmy has died and that presumably because of suicide. So the witches mourn for Timmy in the bathroom or the coven, I should say. I keep calling them witches. They're a coven. And they're like crying in the bathroom and they're like, this is so crazy. Like we were literally just hanging out with him like the night before. And then Lily reveals that she cast a love spell on Timmy the night before. So like she's, you know, feeling like guilty about it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the girls go berserk. Like they're so mad at her for doing this. And I'm just like, first of all, when did y'all say you couldn't cast love spells? Like that wasn't a scene that I saw in the movie. Right. So, you know, first of all, she's you guys have been practicing witchcraft for longer than she has. She's brand new at all this. It was just very annoying. Like, I'd be so pissed off if, like, we had a little witch coven and y'all got mad at me for casting a spell where it's like, we didn't talk about this. Obviously, yeah, the spell is problematic. Like, they're mad because it's, like, a problematic spell or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, but y'all also were casting problematic spells, too. Yeah. So... So they end up um, abandoning her and they're like, you know, like maybe we just shouldn't like be practicing magic right now. So they leave Ooh. Lily alone in the bathroom. And then Lily stumbles upon Adam later that night and the boys and like a group of other men. And it looks very, they're, all, they're in a circle and they're like passing around some stick and it looks very like cultish. Yes. And they're talking about weakness and Adam... David Duchovny character is talking about how Timmy was weak and you know it's really sad Mm -hmm. so then later that night uh Lily who can't go to sleep like ends up like examining like the house and she finds like a plaque of a snake hanging in the house and then Adam comes up to her and he's like I apologizes for being so hard on her and then he tells Lily that that plaque is a family crest and then tells her to go to sleep So then she ends up having like a premonition of some sort. And again, she has like these visions throughout the movie, which mean absolutely nothing. I could not tell you what they mean. They're just like clips of like random stuff, like a snake slithering and then like an eye and all of that stuff. And it's all very random, but who knows? So somehow that premonition is like she finds out that Adam is a bad guy. And when she confronts her mom about it, she is like, no, you know, like, we just have to get through like the funeral things will get better we'll take like a little girl's road trip all of that stuff and then while getting ready for the funeral lily snoops through adam's desk and finds an adoption certificate and angrily confronts her mom about it and the mom ends up revealing to lily that she was adopted so that she's not the real mom and that her birth mom was actually her patient because the mom's like a therapist and uh she didn't want her to know about like the the mom didn't want lily to know about her So Lily then is like at this funeral and she's like distraught and she's got a lot of shit going on. And when she goes to the girls at the funeral, they like shrug her off and they're like, we're not, we're still not talking to you. Mm -hmm. Bitches. So then the coven talk with one another and they realize that they are no better than Lily and that they too have used magic irresponsibly, you know, and they admit that the spell that they used on Timmy was not consensual um, itself and agree to bind themselves from magic. Um, which again, this movie, uh, basically the big moral, the big like lesson is, you know, is about consent. And again, you don't see a lot of movies about girls dealing with that. A lot of the time it's, you know, boys and because, you know, it's still a really big issue about boys not knowing, you know, what consent and like no means no. But it was cool that this movie like had it reversed, the roles reversed and that the girls were dealing with that. So that was really cool. So I just just wish it was better written. Makes me so sad. Okay, so then the three of the girls cast a spell and they relinquish their powers. So now none of them have powers, which plot twist is not a good idea. So Lily and her mom end up talking to each other and Helen apologizes for bringing Lily to this town. She's like, I wish I had never brought you here. And for not telling her about her powers, you know, because she's like, I knew that you've had powers this whole time, blah, 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 blah. So she tells her, uh, she tells her, you know, pass your powers on to me. I'll take this curse off of you. Mm-hmm. And Lily's like, that's suspicious. That's weird. 
And she's like, bitch, I know you ain't my mama. And she's right. It's Adam. And he was shape-shifting because he, he, you know, he's a little witch, too. Or he's like a, a cult leader. We don't, we, we don't, don't know. know. You know, just... we, he has magic, too. And he's been wanting Lily's powers from the damn beginning of the movie. He just wanted her to believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody got that. Okay. It's a, yes, we got it. I forget. She needs a reaction <laughs> every damn time. If you guys didn't get it, that was an X Files oh, okay. reference. So then he beats this bitch up. Like he fucking unknocks her. He goes, wow. And she, like, she wakes up in the woods. So then the girls are confronted by Timmy's ghost via Ouija board. And he tells them that, like, Lily's in trouble or something. So they're like, oh shit, we got to go save this bitch. So Lily wakes up in the woods and Adam's there and he's telling her that he wants her powers because he is a warlock. Ooh. And he goes to kill her, but is stopped. Like literally time stops because the witches got their magic back. I didn't know it was that easy to get like to relinquish your powers and then get it back. But these bitches got it in the bag. You know? So um, Tabby, Frankie and Lourdes come to Lily's rescue. They apologize for their actions. They unbind her powers and the four of them work together to stop Adam. But he's a little too powerful and he knocks all of them out, just leaving Lily to fend for herself. So Adam admits to killing Timmy as a sacrifice. And then the witches ends up the, the witches end up conjuring uh, magic from their like their elements. Um, again because they realize that they can do that i don't know and then they burn adam to death they like i don't know if he's like sent to hell or something it's like a giant fiery portal mm -hmm. so then the movie ends with uh lily going to visit her real mom here we go here we go bitch and so she goes to the asylum where the mom is at mm -hmm. and guess who this bitch is bitch it's nancy <laughs> From the first craft, Nancy Downs. Yep. And that's her mama. And then it ends. And that's it. We and see her it. for five seconds. We see literally, like, I don't even think it's five Ma seconds. Yeah. It's so fast. And that's it. That's the craft legacy. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Okay, Eddie. Are you ready? Are you ready? That was scary. All right. So as I mentioned earlier, this involves another 90s witchy movie. Ooh. Do you want to tell you which one or do you want to wait till it comes up in the story? Mm. Okay. We can we can wait. Surprise me. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not. I mean, it's witchy, but it's not like the craft witchy. You know what I mean? Okay. Love that. So this story revolves around a woman named Heather Miller. Okay. Love that. This is her. She's the main character. She's okay, the, Lily. You know, what? Lily was the main character of the oh. movie that we just covered. Okay, got it. Okay, so let's dive into Heather's story, okay? Heather's? Heather Miller. A great movie. Yep, okay. So Heather was born in Pennsylvania in 1974. Well, perfect year you were born. Yep, same. <laughs> she had a rough childhood from the start Aww. because her dad left when she was just an infant. Mm. yeah she had two other siblings um her mother was in the picture and she was a waitress also uh, a great movie <laughs> mm -hmm. eventually her mother would move the family to quaker town pennsylvania quaker town quaker town is that where they make quaker oats yep that's where he's from too wait really yeah is this real it's described as a quiet town with a, not a whole lot to do quaker Except town to eat quaker yeah. oats yes did you ever Eat the oatmeal with the little dinosaur eggs? No. She didn't have a childhood. Yeah, no. Sorry. They're so good. Those fucking slap. You bought those recently, too, kind of. I did. You know what? I think I still have some. Mm -hmm. She's pandemic ready. You should have bought them. I should have. Next okay. time. Next I didn't time. know we were talking about the mayor of Quakertown. Sorry, yeah. Quakerville? Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. Quakertown. So Heather's teen years um, don't start out any better. At the age of 13, she attempted to kill herself. <laughs> Oh, same girl. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but I almost left that out. But it's kind of important. Okay. So oh, following that, at the age of 17, started working as a waitress. And then she entered her first romantic relationship at the same time, which led to her becoming pregnant with her first daughter in 1993. That's when I was born. Wow. Look at that. Oh, my God. You maybe, guys are soul sisters. the daughter. <laughs> okay. Um, her boyfriend slash father of her daughter was soon out of the picture. Mm. Heather. Men ain't shit. All they do is leave. <laughs> Eric is so done. Okay. 
Heather, now 19 years old, she meets a new man at work named Kevin Miller. Spacey. Now, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. <laughs> Speaking of consent and no means no. Damn. Okay. Can I? Okay. okay. Oh, which is consent? Oh, which is consent? Cute. <laughs> wait, that's a really. Hold on, I'm going to write that yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, Kevin was six years older than Heather. He held a nine to five job at a bank during the day and managed. No, we got it dude <laughs> okay so so i can't so she always talking about oh you guys didn't react to whatever and, but oh, I, you know what I'm, I'm done i'm done okay so he worked uh he held a nine to five job what a way to make a living out of bank getting by mm-hmm during the day and he managed a restaurant she worked at at night oh my god he's busy he's a busy boy kevin he also went to college and served in the military as well oh my god he is busy <laughs> okay he did it all he said he worked at disneyland and yeah. universal studios yep. mm-hmm. okay so in 1995 heather and her daughter moved in with kevin and they soon got married wait how kind of crazy like this i don't know like also in the craft Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Wow. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Connections already. Good job, Eddie. Kevin adopted her daughter, and they soon started having their own children. They would end up having three kids together. Everything started out great. They were only together for two years at this point, so everything was still, like, A honeymoon phase. peachy and cute, and mm-hmm. oh, my God, he's the best, and ugh, shut the fuck up. My shit ends real quick. Okay. Anyways, so while Heather was pregnant with her third baby, Kevin lost his job as a computer consultant. Damn, he did that too? Yep, he did it all. What shitty time, you know, that sucks. Your wife's pregnant, lose your job. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. So, he found two other jobs, which led to him working 80 hours a week. He well, worked he used to it, shit. True. He worked nights as a manager at a Walmart and had a... 9 to 5. During the day. What a office. way to make <laughs> So, this... You know who else worked at Walmart? Mm-hmm. Plantiff. Baby, b- baby chopper, the baby butcher, Dina Dana Sloshin. Yeah, her. yeah, true. Okay, so Walmart this, sponsor us. This led. Ooh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I will take a Walmart sponsorship. <laughs> hell, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Okay. Acting as if we got sponsors up the wazoo. Ooh, <laughs> bitch, I'll is, take a wish sponsorship at this point. This is sponsored by Simply Safe. <laughs> And HelloFresh, where you can get food delivered right to your doorstep. They have vegan options and plant-based meals as well. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Because every podcast is sponsored by Simply Safe and um, HelloFresh. So I thought this was your way of telling me we was sponsored by HelloFresh. She pulled up the little thing. <laughs> uh, one day. Simply Safe Security. Every fucking podcast, dude. Okay. Except and and Better Health, the online therapy service oh yeah okay so he held a nine to five during the day and worked 80 hours a week we said that okay so which led to heather and kevin not seeing each other as much which created stress between the two of them she was watching the kids all day and he was at work so this was just a recipe yeah, for, for disaster, disaster. kevin became abusive and a neighbor noted that kevin would sometimes throw heather out of the house and would only allow her back in when one of the kids needed something like a diaper change that's so mm, fucked up yeah yeah. During this time, Heather befriended one of her neighbors, Mindy, a 29-year-old stay-at-home mom. Heather and Mindy became best friends, and Mindy knew what was going on between her and Kevin. Us. Truly. <laughs> Mindy remembers hearing Heather and Kevin fight a lot and noticed a growing tension between the two. Mindy said that Heather was becoming depressed and she felt lonely. Hmm. Us. <laughs> Kevin... <laughs> Kevin told People Magazine that around this time, Heather, quote, basically became a zombie. I would come home, lose my temper with her. I trashed the house, and I expected her to clean it back up. Kevin said that about himself. At least he's self-aware. I mean, true. Half the battle, gentlemen. (laughs) Heather tried to seek help, but due to financial reasons, she was unable to obtain a lawyer to go through with getting a divorce. Damn. She also was denied help from women's shelters because there were there wasn't any physical abuse. That's yeah, that's really shitty. shitty. Yeah. So Heather turns to Mindy for help. Uh oh. So let's fast forward to the year two thousand. 
where jeans underskirts were a thing. Mm-hmm. What else? Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne top was of her popping. Game. Ties were popping. Mm-hmm. The year 2000, okay. Mindy, a Wiccan, introduces Heather to a movie that will change their lives forever. This Legally movie, born. bitch. No. Want to take another guess? Okay, so it's about witches. Practical magic. Oh, bitch. Come what may. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you did you not get did you get that reference? What is that? Moulin Rouge. She said Moulin Rouge. <laughs> bitch, say it right. Moulin Rouge. Bitch, that Moulin is not a Disney character. <laughs> what is it? It's the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> she said Moulin. She said Aladdin Rouge. Ariel Rouge. Okay, Mulan. Le Moulin Rouge. Okay. I, I went to. I've been in Paris a couple months. Oh, hold on, my eyes are tearing up. Oh my god. <laughs> she said the Great Mouse Detective Rouge. Okay, Practical Magic was a movie that came out in 1993, starring Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Uh, great, great movie. It Streaming about- on HBO Max. Thank you for that plug. Thank you. HBO. They're a sponsor on this. HBO Max, where you can find (laughs) us. 20% off now. Wait, we already talked about HBO Max today, too. We did. Because they're sponsoring us today on this episode. Okay. Have you seen Practical Magic? No. Okay. Sorry, I know. No, I'm not. Um, So it was about two sisters who are witches raised by their aunts in a small town where they face closed minded prejudice and a curse which threatens to prevent them ever finding lasting love. Maybe we are cursed like that. Fuck, truly. Don't you just wish like that was like the actual like oh that makes sense because we're witches that are cursed. True. In that category. Makes sense. I'll we'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. So Heather and Mindy try to do some magic themselves after oh, watching no. this movie. They felt a little bit inspired. They wanted to become Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Bitch, I don't blame them. Who can them. blame them? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> First, Heather tried a banishment spell to get Kevin to leave the house. It didn't work. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. He was still at home after she cast a spell at a nearby lake. Is this is true crime, Ed, with one of the spells working? We'll get there. <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Since this didn't work, they copy what the sisters did in the movie to a man. They poisoned a man with a plant called Belladonna, a.k.a. Deadly Nightshade, by putting it in his tequila. Okay. okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. True. So let's discuss Belladonna, should we? Let's do it. Not the CV Nicks album. Ugh. That's Sorry. A great album. Belladonna is a plant that has berries on it. The berries are sometimes referred to as the devil's berries. Ooh. Not those berries. <laughs> it was used to make poison in ancient Rome. Okay. And I guess people would like dip arrows in it, like oh. poison arrows. Spicy. Love that. So Heather had the brilliant idea to mix Belladonna into Kevin's food, specifically into his lunch she was going to take to work. Heather was so excited about her plan that she went and told all her neighborhood friends this about it. Dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. She went and told everybody. Okay, you don't do that. No, you're gonna kill somebody. Keep it a secret. True crime one hundred and one. Like keep your mouth mm-hmm. shut. Gosh, can't these people ever kill somebody before? Shit. Right. Maybe we can help them out. We know what to do. It's fine. Yeah. Now Heather did not execute her plan properly. Clearly. Yeah. For a starter, she told everyone what her plans were. And second, the form of Belladonna that she used was not the poisonous kind. This bitch. Once she got it off Walmart. Close. Oh. Heather used a very diluted version of the plant that was sold at a health store that was used as a sleep aid. <laughs> so is not what the movie. Honestly, me. Yeah. I'd fuck it up like that. Heather then grinded up 100 pills to place into kevin's food 100 100 i got the budget 100 specifically into his mashed potatoes Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. mindy said that she advised heather to seek out divorce instead of trying to kill her husband she just said this is not worth like going to prison for like get a divorce girl do not kill your husband yep so on april 2nd 2000 the month of your birthday. Thank you. You're I welcome. was going to say it and then I stopped myself. I, I, was got, like, I got it. I don't need this bitch annoyed at me again. I got it. No one's annoyed here. I got it. Heather walked across the street to her friend Diane's house, another neighbor. Okay. They're they all friendly. They're friendly. A very friendly group. Okay. Heather told Diana, Diane, sorry, not Diana, Diane, quote, I'm going to kill Kevin. Oh. <laughs> 
Diane said um, to Snap, a TV show, uh-huh. she said this. She held up a vial and I read it and it said Bella Donna. She told me, I researched it. He'll drop dead from a heart attack. She would try to call him. Then Diane continued and saying, she would try to call him around two o'clock in the morning and not get an answer. Go to the job, find him dead, act all distraught and carry on and everything else. And that would be the end of it. Okay. Mm, I mean, okay. Heather, yeah. So here's where it gets a little where she fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Heather wanted Diane to hold on to the poison for a couple of days so Kevin wouldn't find it. Oh no. Would you do that for me? Yeah. Thank you. One hundred percent. Thank you. I'd probably drink it. (laughs) That's why I wouldn't give it to you. I'd be like, damn, instantly. But Diane did not want to be involved with Heather's murder plot. As one right. should. Right. She called up Mindy, little rat, oh. who acknowledged she already knew what Diane's plans were. Right. She was like, oh, yeah, girl, she told me a week ago. You're late to the game, sister. So Diane insisted they call the police. Oh. And she did. Oh, shit. Diane and Mindy went down to the station to tell the police what was going on, what Heather's plans were. They ratted, they ratted her out. Right. The police wanted to help, but without evidence, they couldn't arrest Heather. Right. The police wanted to help, but without evidence, they couldn't arrest Heather. So, police put a wire on Mindy and sent her to Heather's house. The wire recording was successful as it caught Heather discussing her plan, including that the poison she made was going to be put specifically into his mashed potatoes. Damn. And that she would try it again if it didn't kill him the first time. So, she was determined yeah, to she, kill this she man. Had a- she had a plan and she mm-hmm. was ready to set it in motion. Yes. Heather was also heard telling someone that Kevin was worth more dead than alive and talked about his, can you guess what? Life insurance. Yes. Which was estimated to be at $750,000. Oh my God. What kind of funeral did he want? I don't get it. Damn. Yeah, dude. I'd kill my husband too. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> so with this evidence, the wire recording, Heather was arrested. Kevin was notified that she was arrested, but he didn't know for what yet. He just got a call at work, and then he was like, "Okay, right, well, let's go find out what she did. <laughs> this bit. Now, Heather goes to court. Oh, man. Okay. She has a little pink suit on. You know, really? Like, How cute. So when Heather arrived at court, everyone was surprised at what they saw. She was walking into the courthouse with Kevin, holding hands. After finding out her plot to kill him, Kevin forgave her and he said, there is nobody who knows her like I do. Damn, find you a man. Mm. <laughs> Stand by you through everything. And we can't even get a text back. This I motherfucker know. almost got killed. I know. And he said, baby, I got you. I know. I know. So Heather was being charged with attempted murder, aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangerment. And that's it. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. Okay. The prosecutor in this case told the jury not to be fooled by her walking in with Kevin holding hands. He, he was like, dude, she tried to kill this man. Do not let this right, hand yeah. holding fool you guys. No, he said she tried to kill this dude. <laughs> so her defense team, ooh, bitch, oh, gets no. a little spicy right here. Listen up, everybody in this room. Oh. So her defense team tried to pin this on someone else. You want to guess who? Mindy. Yes. That sounded okay, Satan. <laughs> Why do you ask? Well, Heather and Mindy were more than just friends. They were hooking up. Oh my god! Not only were they hooking up together, they were having threesomes with the younger guys who live in their neighborhood as well. Okay, bitches, witches. Mm-hmm. So once her defense team found that out, they ran with it. They said Mindy was jealous of her marriage to Kevin. So she wanted to try to convince Heather to kill him, to get him out of the picture so they could be happily together and right. have this lesbian relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. The defense team was unsuccessful with that. Mindy commented on the relationship and said, when I came along, I kind of introduced her into that, you know, bad girl world. She kind of jumped at it. Done. She was blaming me for coming up with the plan. She was blaming me for wanting him out of the picture. End quote. She a baddie. So more details were brought to light during the trial. The prosecutor said she had in the past talked about cutting his brake line and hiring a hitman to kill him. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. A reporter present at the trial said this about Heather when she took the stand. She said it was a lot of talk. She was making this plan with her girlfriends, kind of having fun, kind of having this little fantasy. She was not planning on going through with this. 
Heather said she never meant to carry it out, but Mindy was pressuring her to do it. Mm. Okay. So, according to People Magazine, our fa- our wow. favorite here, mm-hmm, 12 jurors needed just three hours to conclude what Kevin still refuses to accept was that Heather, 26 at the time now, planned to poison him. Miller was convicted of attempted murder, aggravated assault, and simple assault. Heather's lawyer asked for leniency, and the judge sentenced her to five years. Sorry, four and a half of ten years. She served only five she of those years. Only five. Mm-hmm. Not a bad deal. Yeah. So her children at the time, they were two, three, five, and nine. While his wife was in prison, Kevin stood by her and he supported her. He said, every six to eight weeks, I would make the trek out there with the kids to, you know, spend time with their mother. I was just looking to try and keep the family together. But despite Kevin's efforts, their marriage ended in divorce in 2007. You don't say. Mm, I know. Kevin said, other than the fact that I provided a sense of normalcy for the kids, everything that I had done was for nothing. Ouch. Jeez. Heather also called him completely insane for standing by her through this. I mean... (laughs) A little bit. Mm-hmm. So to conclude this, after her trial and release from prison, Heather and Mindy have not spoken to each other. Ooh. And that is the story of how Heather Miller tried to potentially poison her husband. Tried to potentially use some practical magic. Boom. And that was that, ladies. <laughs> Love that. Well, that's crazy. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. hmm Well, love that for us. Mm-hmm. I think that we should end this episode with, of course, a quiz. We haven't, um, you know, quizzed each other in a while. Let's do it, sister. So today we're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, which craft legacy character we are. Oh, love that. I hope I get David Duchovny. (laughs) I don't know if he's an option. Oh, shit. Well, I don't want to take it then. Okay, so um, I'll answer for you. Okay. You answer for me, and then we'll share who we got at the end, okay? Okay. So first, which element do you connect with most? Water. Okay. Earth, water, air, or fire? Water. Water too. Water? Yeah. Because my girl Cora and my girl Katara were waterbenders in Avatar The Last Airbender. So. Mm, Okay. Nice. Choose another witch to join your coven. So we got Sabrina from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, Bonnie from The Vampire Diaries, Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter, and Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sabrina. Okay, so you're choosing Sabrina. I'm going to choose my girl, Luna Lovegood. We knew that. Okay. If you could have one power, which would you choose? The power to get rid of pimples? The power to get rid of period cramps? The power to repel stains from your clothes? Or the power to know exactly what you're in the mood to eat? The power to get rid of period cramps. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the power to repel stains from your clothes. I have stained so many sweaters, like, during this quarantine. <sighs> so fucking annoying. Anyway. Sorry. Pick a tune to get you in the witchy mood. Ooh. So, we've got Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Disturbia by Rihanna, <laughs> Heads Will Roll by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. The remix. And, mm-hmm. And There Will Be Blood by Kim Petras. Bad Guy. You're choosing bad guy. Um, I think I'm going to go with Kim Petras. Okay. Love that bitch. Okay. Choose a witch from the original craft. We've got Sarah Bailey, Nancy Downs, Bonnie Harper, or Rochelle Zimmerman. Nancy Downs. You got Nancy. I'm also going to go with Nancy. Nancy, okay. Sick. Which crafty Halloween treat looks the most appetizing? Clementine pumpkins, and they're mm. really cute. Uh, Margul Rita pizza. <laughs> Pigs in a mummified blanket or cyclone slices? I'm going to go with the pizza. Me too. We might be the same bitch. Finally, pick an animal familiar. Do you know what a familiar is? Yes. Okay. Thank you. A cat, a little spooky snake, a toad, or a rabbit? Mm, I guess a cat. So you're choosing a cat. Um, I think I'm going to go... A toad is so cute, mm-hmm. but would I want to carry a toad like what I want? But then it could be like Princess and the Frog. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go with the toad. Fuck it. Okay. The toad it is. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so do you want me to read who you got? Sure. Who do you think you got? Do you Lordis. remember? Any- <laughs> you That's didn- all I remember. No, you did not get Lordis. You got Lily, bitch. The main girl? Mm-hmm. 
Jagged period. Jagged, Jagged little lil. Jagged little pill. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. She's she's confident. She said, I'm the main character. <laughs> she said, you may seem shy and timid, but True. beneath the surface is a powerful boss ass witch. Wait, this is so accurate. <laughs> Opening up to new people is a little hard for you. Oh. But once you find your squad, you're bonded for life. Ew, why is that me? <laughs> okay, to that a ass. Who do you think you got? Um, bitch, did I get Frankie? No. Who did I get? Lourdes. Oh my God! You're deep, soulful, and the glue that holds everyone together. Or rather, the cauldron that keeps all the potions in the pot. That's fucking cute. You may want to retreat back into the shadows at times. But stand tall, girl. Because once people see you, they're never going to want to look away. Ain't that the goddamn truth? Wait, I'm so excited. Yup, you're Lourdes. Me too. That's my mom's name. And Madonna's daughter. Yup, it is. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for another witchy episode of Nightmares and Chill. Jennifer, where can they find us? In bed. <clears throat> okay. Where else? You can find us on Instagram at Nightmares and Chill. Yes, you can find us on Twitter at Nightmares Chill. You can email us at nightmaresandchill at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find me personally at Disney Dundee, Eddie, all over the board. Um, you can find Jennifer on Instagram at Jennifer X Pearls. You cannot find Donald Trump anywhere because he's banned, bitch. <laughs> and. Stay spooky, stay spicy, stay witchy. Bye, sisters. Bye.